הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של דורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר הקדוש ממה שבארץ המה. ובאבחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו במקור חוכמה. רבנו נחנו מפגם את שמחה נענך נחמא נחמא נאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ניסן אמן. So today we start a new סימן נסיכות הרן, סימן פד lesson 84. Let's hop right into it. ואל תאמר שהשאול והקבר הבט מהנוס לך. A person should never say that the pit and the grave is your uh, refuge. It's brought down in Pirkei uh, Avot. You should not say that the pit and your grave and the grave are your refuge, or your house of refuge. Um, it's brought down in Pirkei Avot, chapter 4, um, the 22nd, um, uh, what do you call it, 22nd uh, um, phrase over there. Ki ba'olam hazeh. שיש לאדם תרדות ועול הפרנסה, יכול להיות שיעקות וינשוך אותו פרעוש והוא לא ירגיש. רבנו צריך להסביר למה הגרב לא יהיה חברת ורפיוד כשאתה אומר שכשאתה עולה את העולם הזה, זה יהיה טוב, הכל יהיה טוב. רבנו צריך להסביר למה זה לא נכון כי בעולם הזה, כשאדם יש חברות ויכול להיות שיעקות וינשוך אותו פרעוש והוא לא ירגיש. המסקירו יכול לבוא ולסטינג אותך. And you won't feel it. Why? Because you're so engaged in the real world and the world of reality that you're not feeling your... You, you don't feel something physical sometimes. You know, you could hurt yourself, but if you're in the middle of a game, because you're engaged so much in the game, you don't really care that you hurt yourself because you, or you don't even really feel it because you've already covered that emotion or that sensation up because of your intensity of the game. Same is true of this world. You go to work, this and that, you're cooking, for example, you're a chef, maybe you get, bur- you get burned for half a second and a splash of oil hits your finger. You might not feel it because you're so much in the moment trying to get the plate ready for the client, you know, for the, for the, for the customer. The same is true of this world. Because your mind is so burdened and so, uh, what do you call it, entrenched in this thought of earning a livelihood or etc., whatever the case might be. Therefore, you may not feel that pain of that sting or the mosquito, etc. But over there in the grave, when a person has no burden, he doesn't have any other thoughts. But when a person's in the grave, he can listen to every single moving, every single move of this maggot, any single time the maggot crawls, how it, how it crawls through the dirt. and how it's going through him and how he's feeling the pain of every single bite and, um, and bite that this uh, maggot is, is biting him with. And there's not a single thing that can uh, distract you and burden you to prevent you from feeling the great pain, uh, the most difficult pain. May God spare us from this. And uh, this is part of uh, the Midrash Chibut HaKever. Um, the pains of the, the grave whenever a person goes into the grave what happens there to the, to the body and all these things um, in the Holy Sefer Rishit Chochma Rabbeinu um, advocated very much to all students to study but um, we see this idea here the suffering of the grave and don't think for one second that the grave is your refuge because of course there's punishment too after this world um, depending on how a person refines himself here will determine how, um, how he's, uh, what do you call it, dealt with after he passes away. But of course, uh, in the next world, when there's nothing to burden you with, when you pass away from this world, when you're in the grave, and those maggots are crawling, uh, there's nothing to, 
distract you from that. And you're going to feel every single bite, every single sound of that crawling. It's a tremendous, scary thing that uh, each and every person can feel in their own, uh, <clears throat> in their own right. Siman Pehe, lesson 85. And by the way, before we started, a uh, very good book to read is Rashid Chochmah on this idea. Or if a person wants to increase the Yerat the fear of heaven to read things that might uh, give them a little bit more fear of punishment, which Rabbeinu says, of course, is one of the foundations for uh, Avodat Hashem. Fear of punishment, everything starts with fear of punishment. And then after you can get to a fear of God's exaltedness, and then later that transforms into Ahava, uh, loving God. Rabbeinu says, this, uh, this is a tremendous book, Rashid Chochmah, a book by Rabbi Eliyahu Divash, one of the students of the Ramak Hakadosh, one of the um, the leading tzaddikim, Kabbalists at the time of the Ariza, before the Ari became the Rav Tfat, the Mekubal Tfat, it was the Ramak. The Ramak was like the teacher before the Arizal. And uh, one of his students wrote Rashid Chokhmah, this awesome sefer, um, which is founded on uh, Midrashim and specifically Zohar, discussing different things like, um, there's many different sections, the gates of, uh, what do you call it, of humility, the gates of love, the gates of fear, all these things. Um, very good sefer to read to increase your Yerat Shamaim and your Avat Shamaim, whatever trait you want to work on. One person asked Rabenu whether he should undertake a particular journey. A person came to Rabenu and asked him whether he should travel to a certain place. Heshiblo and Rabenu responded like this. When a person sees that he has, a, he has a journey before him, he shouldn't be stubborn to refuse this journey, to sit in his house specifically, and to say, I'm not going to go. Because any single person, any single place a person travels to, he rectifies something over there. The only thing that you need to be careful with is to guard yourself from doing sin. That means, yes, if you are offered to do a travel, to do a journey, you should take it. But the thing is that you should make sure that you do not have the intentions for sinning. If you do, then obviously do not take that journey. The main thing is to guard yourself from sin. But if you do, then you have a lot to repair and a lot to rectify from that place. But when he's safeguarded from the sin, God forbid. As long as he's safeguarded from sin and he guards himself from falling into sins, God forbid, any single person can rectify any single place he travels to. Even the simplest man, the totalist simple man, as long as he's, um, he, he's a Jew and he comes there without the intention to sin, um, without the, the, the desire to sin, of course, then he's able to rectify tremendous things. Because every single place a person gets to, any single place a person goes to, it is certain that he does something over there specifically that is holy. No matter what the circumstances are, a person, a Jew, gets to a place, of course he does something holy. Because he's going to pray there. He eats there. And when he eats there, he's going to bless before he eats and he after he eats. Etc. Etc. All these things, these mitvot that we do in any single place we go to, has the ability to rectify sparks. Mitvot that have fallen in that place that have been waiting for for it uh, to be elevated until we get there. Because it's certain that any single Jew, 
even the lowest of all Jews, no matter what, he does something in holiness in any single place he gets to. It's, there's always something that even this, the lowest Jew does to rectify place. And therefore, therefore it's certain that this man has been decreed almost from this from heaven, from Hashem Ibach, Hashem has forced him to be in that place. Dafka specifically him and specifically in that place. So that he can rectify what he needs to rectify in that place. Rabbi saying that Hashem Ibach has a way of um, organizing and influencing things things that you need to be in a certain place in a certain time and it's you specifically need to do that because only you can rectify certain things from there and that no matter where you go you can rectify just by doing simple mitzvot therefore it's something good it's a good thing that God has arranged for him to travel to that place because perhaps this man if he did not travel there would be forced to go down there in iron chains meaning what? That you need to go down there to rectify a certain thing. But if you decide not to, then you're going against Hashem's arrangement. And essentially, you might need to be brought down there against your will. In iron chains. Why does it bring that analogy of iron chains? Why that specific example? Because it's brought down in the Gemara Shabbat. That the Chachamim say, Ali Yaakov Avinu, Abat Yaakov Avinu, Ra'ui Haya Yaakov, Yedarim Yitzhama, Beshar Shilaot, Shil Bazel, Ela V'chuli. And it says over there in the Gemara Shabbat, page 89b, that Yaakov was fitting to go down to Egypt in iron chains. But because he had a great merit, he was saved by this, essentially. And he went down with great honor. But the, Yaakov was supposed, down, supposed to go down to Egypt in iron chains. But because of his merit, Hashem switched it for him. So Yaakov was forced to go down there. But Yaakov chose to go down there. And he went down with great kavod. The same is true of every single individual. That it's a very good thing why a journey has been arranged for this person. Because perhaps um, if he did not take that journey, he would be forced to go down there in iron chains, as we said above, God forbid. So Rabbanu says, when you have a journey before you, don't refuse stubbornly, take it. As long as you don't have the intention to sin. The main thing is to go there to rectify certain things because of course Hashem has arranged for you that travel to make sure that you go rectify a certain thing in that place. And Rabbeinu didn't have this conversation with a, with a, with a great lamdan of a student, with a student who was tremendously uh, uh, learned in Torah and Mitzvot. He had this conversation with a simple man, one of his most simple students. Because even, and Rabban was doing this to teach us that even the most simple man of the Jewish people, he can also rectify in any single place which he finds himself. Only under the condition that he guards himself from sin, as we said above. And this secret is hinted to in the Sefer Kriyat Chaim of the Arizal, in the gate of Kriyat Shema over there, uh, with the meditations of, um, or with Kabbalistic meditation as to why we have to remember the uh, leaving of Egypt. Look over there, why in uh, Kriyat Shema we have the mitzvah to remember leaving Egypt. Um, to remind ourselves of leaving Egypt. And uh, the Arizal explains over there in Peregimel, chapter 3 of Priyat uh, Chaim, that the Geulah Mitzrayim was complete, was Shalem, in comparison to all the other redemptions. What does that mean? 
that the Geulah Mitzrayim was more complete than all the other redemptions that took place. The redemption, the redemption from the Greeks, from the, uh, from the, what do you call it? From the Babylonians. You know, from all the other exiles we went through, the one of Mitzrayim was totally complete, which is why we, we have the mitzvah to remember it. It's brought down 50 times in the Torah, I believe, the Sinan of Mitzvah Mitzrayim. And we had a very big mitzvah to remember Yitzhah Mitzrayim, to remember the leaving of Egypt, the redemption from Egypt. But why in comparison to all the other ones? We're going to have to do this, we're going to have this mitzvah also when it comes to the end of time when we're redeemed from this final exile, the exile of Rome. But this one in Mitzrayim, we still have the mitzvah, we have the mitzvah right now, we haven't been redeemed from this exile we are currently in. But the one of Egypt we have been, and it's a mitzvah to remember it. And the Ahizah explains this, because he says that over there, Whenever we left Egypt, we took um, out, we elevated all the nitzotzot, all the sparks of holiness that were, that were uh, what do you call, that have fallen there because of the sin of Adam HaRishon, because uh, of the wasted seed of Adam HaRishon, as brought down in the, the writings of the Ari Kadosh. So we elevated everything when we went down. It started with Yaakov Avinu, of course, Yosef paved the path, then Yaakov followed, and Yaakov was the one who needed to rectify that certain sin of Adam. So he went down there after 130 years, um, to rectify the 130 years of Adam's sin um, when he was separated from his wife Chava, that he had uh, nocturnal omissions. And uh, Adam Arishon went down there, uh, sorry, Yaakov Avinu went down there specifically after, at the age of 130 years old. Why? Because he had rectified the 130 years of Adam Arishon where he, uh, where he had fallen into that Nisotekeri, uh, into those uh, drops of seed which had been wasted. So Yaakov went down there to rectify those nitzotot. Why? Because he saw that those nitzotot, those sparks, had been uh, reincarnated as the Jews in Egypt. And that he would need to go down there, and that the Jews would need to go down there to elevate those sparks. So Yaakov was the one who started this idea, by going down with his entire family. And only after we left Egypt did we rectify all those sparks. So when we left Egypt, we took away all the sparks, which is the Sod in Shulchan Aruch, which is why Rabbi Yosef Karos in Shulchan Aruch, I believe, that... Um, it's actually a mitzvah not to live in Egypt. That a person should not live in Egypt. It's a halakha. A person should not make his permanent dwelling place in Egypt because there are no sparks to redeem there. There's no sparks to rectify there. Everything is finished. So the inyan of Egypt, is there's no need. Actually, the Arizal lived in Egypt at one point. And Eliyahu Navi said, I cannot reveal to you anything anymore unless you go to Tzfat. Um, so there's lots of ideas here. Everything was redeemed from, from, uh, from Mitzrayim. This is why that we celebrate it, we remember it, the leaving of Egypt, because it's complete. We took away all the sparks of holiness from that place. But in the future, the final redemption will be even more perfect. For all the Nitzotot will be completely elevated from every one of the 70 nations. Essentially, all the Nitzotot, all the sparks from all the other nations across the world will be elevated, not just Egypt, but every single nation, every single country. And this is huge, which is why Rabbi was saying when we go to a certain place, you're able to rectify things in that place. Um, you're able to rectify things in that place that Hashem is sending you there for a reason. And that uh, you shouldn't stubbornly refuse to go there because you have an ability to rectify and bring the gate closer, the redemption closer, simply because the redemption, the final redemption will be the elevation of all the sparks from all the countries. And uh, this is the sort of... Uh, this is part of it, just a small bit of the, the secret that the Arida mentioned with regard to remembering the Yetziat Mitzrayim, because Mitzrayim is uh, more complete than any of the, of, the, of the other redemptions. But in the future, the final Gevola will be the most complete. 
And this is hinted to what Rabbeinu explains here, that even the simplest Jew can rectify tremendous things in the places that he goes to, as long as he's safeguarded from sin. In all our travels, may we be safeguarded from Averot, and uh, do, inc- uh, do incredible tikkunim, rectifications, and any single place we go through simple mitzvot, performance of simple mitzvot and simple faith.